Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast and um, welcome November. How are we in the last two months of 2021? Crazy. As I've mentioned in my last few episodes, I'm currently in Dubai, which has been a whirlwind of incredible learnings and manifestations so far. I've been wanting to do a podcast to share it all. And now that I've been here for over six weeks, close to seven, when this podcast goes live, there's no better time for me to share, to share, wow, to share. I feel like I've grown and learned so much already. And hopefully sharing my experience will empower you in some way, whether it's big or small. Given the OCD part of my brain who thrives on list making, I'm going to share my takeaways and stories in the form of lists. You cool with that? Yeah? Good? All right, let's get to it. I feel like I have a lot to say, so I'm not even going to waste any more time making small talk. So first things first, why am I here? For a number of reasons. First and foremost, I'm a huge believer in the fact that if there's a specific area in your life that you don't particularly love, you can either settle and get frustrated in the process or do something about it. Given that I am a manifesting coach, I'm pretty sure you know that I lean towards the latter. I've lived in Bombay for the last 11 years, and while it's given me so much, part of me no longer feels a connect with it. I think the pandemic has left us all reevaluating our choices and the way we live our life. And that's where I'm at right now, looking into other options that bring back the spark in my life from a living perspective. And here's where Dubai fits in. Most people expect a long, overdrawn, overly detailed story, but here's the reality. While I was in London, I was meditating one morning, as I do every morning, and in the middle of it, the idea of considering Dubai popped into my head, and I decided to look into it. At this point in my journey, and after years of learning how to listen to my intuition, I've learned to really trust my gut, even when it doesn't make sense at the time. That voice in the background is always guiding us. We just need to start listening. I mean, the other day I was meditating and my gut told me to revamp my website. (laughs) By that evening, I had spoken to a web designer, explained what I was looking for and signed her on. Guys, the intuition is so real and it just makes life so much easier to navigate if you just trust that guidance. Anyways, I came out of this meditation. I thought about it briefly and literally just said to myself, screw it, Dubai, here we come. And here's the funny part. I've always said that I would hate to live in Dubai. Yet the more I started to think about it, the more it seemed like a no-brainer. And here's the thing. We are holding stories based on past experiences, conditioning, and preconceived notions. We need to really keep asking ourselves, is this story even valid anymore? Does it even apply to where I'm currently at in my journey? And for me, it was a big fat no. And before I share my next point, I will say that if you are from Dubai, I'm sending you so much love. (laughs) But yeah, like most people, I had various preconceived notions that people in Dubai were pretentious and cliquey, which I guess created my initial aversion. I held on to this idea that Dubai was overly plastic. Again, was any of what my brain was saying true? No. 
since I've come, people have been so genuinely warm and forthcoming. I've been surrounded by incredibly inspiring people who are doing so much with their life and continue to inspire me to up-level in every way possible. And yes, so much of Dubai is man-made, but you get to decide what you make of it. And I know I'm definitely getting my fill of realness, nature, and being outdoors. Really ask yourself, where am I holding on to stories and judgments? And are they really true? Or are they just stories I'm telling myself? Anyways, so once I had this idea, I turned to a few people who I knew in Dubai about how I could go about renting an apartment for a month. While they offered some help and phone numbers to call, nothing seemed to be working out. Either the agents weren't getting back to me or the rates I kept receiving were extortionate. I mean, I've worked my money mindset, but this would literally be money down the drain. There's a difference between being abundant and spending strategically and then downright being wasteful with your money. And so I decided to turn to good old Airbnb. As much as I always used to think of Airbnb as it's a fab idea, but I'm just not someone who would be comfortable booking an Airbnb. How wrong was I? Again, this was a limiting story I was holding on to, which had no validity. If you think online shopping is fun, spend a few hours on Airbnb. The options at the time were huge, and I literally flooded my best friend who used to live in Dubai with constant links asking her if this particular apartment was in a good location. Gayu, if you're listening, you know I love you and I'm so, so grateful. But anyway, so I finally came across a flat which seemed super cute and called to me. I said call to me, but from the photo, it looked like Pinterest threw up on it. Its decor and layout was so, so cute, full of plants and light and just so me. My bestie gave me her seal of approval in terms of the location and within an hour, I booked it. A couple of hours later, I messaged another bestie in Dubai. You might have caught on that I have a lot of besties and yes, I'm truly grateful to have epic humans in my corner. And so I messaged her the location asking how far it is from her house. She writes back saying it's in the same, wait for it, it's in the same building as her office. What are the freaking chances? I got goosebumps at this level of alignment and I'm still getting those goosebumps. And I literally thought to myself at that moment, ah, universe, I see ya, thank you. As much as I've heard of horror stories of Airbnb, the apartment was perfect to the T. After playing a bit of storage Tetris to optimize the space I was given, my belongings fit perfectly and the hosts were so kind and helpful. The location was great to the point that the spinny supermarket that was downstairs had a full-on salad bar, which was Whole Foods level. I mean, could it get any more perfect for me? Anyways, I get to Dubai and I only booked this place for a month, which meant I had to look for something a bit more long-term. As bold as it was to book an Airbnb, the max I can do is for a month. I mean, if I'm booking something long-term, I need to first see it. So I decided that once I got to Dubai, I would figure it out. And I'm not going to lie, it was a real pain in the ass doing so. I looked at so many property sites and spoke to so many agents. Oh, wait, let me rewind. I chased so many agents and ended up overly confusing myself in the process. Anyways, I finally went to go see one place. And while it was nice and in the area I wanted, I wasn't fully sold. The gym was pretty pathetic, which honestly speaking, 
is a non-negotiable for me. And it was also just kind of small and poorly equipped. Anyways, out of desperation at the time, I kept on home mentally, but deep down knew I wasn't going to settle. A few days later, after viewing the apartment, the agent calls me and says, listen, we have so many people wanting to see this flat and to sign it. So if you're not going to confirm, we will give it up to someone else. I cracked up to myself. He was messing with the wrong person. After spending so long working on moving into an abundance mindset, these scarcity and fear-based tactics just do not work on me. I literally told him then and there, please go ahead and give it to someone else. And obviously a day later, the universe delivered. I signed the place I'm currently staying in, but I'm going to get there in a second. That same night, I was heading out to dinner with a friend of mine who lives in Dubai, who I hadn't seen in ages. I was so looking forward to catching up with her, especially as she is like a total vibe, such good energy and a really fun person. Before going, I was back to scouring those property websites and getting just so frustrated in the process. I was close to pulling my hair out at that point. Part of me was was worried that what if nothing comes up? I mean, I knew I was being irrational, but I'm human. I have these thoughts too. And I share this with you because no matter who you are, you're going to face various obstacles at different parts of your life. It's not always going to be smooth sailing. And in this moment, in these moments, sorry, it's so easy to fall back into our comfort zone. Ultimately, it comes down to a choice between moving ahead in faith and conviction, despite the momentary discomfort, or to retract back to old ways, back to your comfort zone. The latter is easy, but is there a payout in the future? Not really. And so I kept going and reminding myself that nothing was working out because something even better was in store. And this is truly a mindset I'm applying, I'm trying to apply to every area of my life, which makes it a lot easier to move ahead when things don't work out as planned, rather than try and question and understand why. Anyways, going back to my frustration at the time, after scouring various property sites with no luck, I eventually started getting ready for dinner. And in the cab there, I thought to myself, screw it. I'm just going to have a really good time at dinner and not think about it. I'll have a few drinks and I'll figure it out tomorrow. Lo and behold, I come home from dinner that night and I have one message from an Airbnb host who I'd reached out to early on in the day who said I can come view her flat the next day, as well as a message from another agent about viewing another flat the next day. And so the next day I plan to see both properties, but after going to the first one, I canceled the second viewing. I walked in and it was a full body yes. No questions asked other than, is there a discount if I pay upfront? I mean, you got to ask, right? It was everything I was looking for. And funny enough, when I was in London and getting overwhelmed at the time, I made a list on my iPhone on the 4th of August, which I pulled out on the day I moved in. The heading was manifesting a flat in Dubai. And I wrote down what I wanted. Aside from the price range I'd written, which, I mean, to be fair, my earnings are a lot more now than when I wrote the list, so it's fine. Everything that I wrote on that list was exactly what I wanted. I'm going to read it out to you. On that sheet, I wrote, I'm manifesting a rental apartment in Dubai for mid-October for at least two months in either X location or Y. I'm not going to mention which for the sake of privacy. In a safe and secure building with a porter 24 hours a day, has a gym, has a pool, furnished with a kitchen. And it was tick, 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 and another tick. And speaking of kitchen, 
Open plan kitchens seem to be a thing in Dubai, at least with the newer properties. Having only had closed plan kitchens, I just did not like the idea of my whole flat smelling like food every time I cooked. However, given that open plan kitchens seem to be the norm, I made peace with it. It's not my preference, but it is what it is. That's the last thing I can worry about right now. Lo and behold, the flat that I signed has a closed plan kitchen. Also, I remember when I was initially looking at properties on the Airbnb site, I saw a few places which had a balcony and just thought to myself, oh, how nice it would be to have coffee outside, especially when the weather gets cooler in Dubai. Although I didn't actually put it on my list, here's the thing. The universe always knows what's in our heart. And dun, 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 my current place has a balcony. And now that the weather has started to cool down, it's such a pleasure to do my morning routine, drink my coffee and eat dinner outdoors and almost surreal. And also on my list, I said mid-October and boom, your girl moved in on the 15th of October. On surface level, it might look really cool and you might be thinking, oh, wow, Kushbu, you're so brave to be able to just trust your gut and go to Dubai without a full plan in place. And yes, it is cool. And I'm so incredibly grateful and proud of myself. But like anything, you guys are just hearing the end results. I've spent the last four years consistently and consciously working on myself, my limiting beliefs, my spiritual foundation, transforming disempowering, disempowering stories healing my money mindset, and so much more. Let's not kid ourselves. Dubai is known to be relatively expensive as a city, and it is. Had I still been living from a place of lack, I would never have voluntarily put myself in a place like this. And even if I had, I would be spending my days worrying about money all the time. And when I coach clients on manifesting more money, it's not to add zeros to their bank account as a way to fuel their ego. It's to give them a sense of financial freedom and to find peace around money. If they want to pick up and head to a new country, they can. If they want to rent an apartment, they don't have to be limited with choice. If they want to buy a bag, they don't need to ask their husband. If they want to hire a coach to propel their growth, they can make the payment right away rather than postpone their joy and fulfillment. And yes, I did have fear coming here. All kinds of doubts and irrational reasons to feel anxiety creep up. Obviously, but like working on my money mindset, I've spent the last four years working on my faith and the universe, sorry, faith in the universe. And I, cho I chose to lean into it. That gave me the peace I need, needed to feel supported and encouraged to move forward. And trust me, without any of those, I would be living the same life I was living four years ago and probably would dread each day. Whereas now I can truly say I know what it means to be living. I wake up with so much joy and excitement for the day ahead. I'm bursting with energy because my soul is lit up and I'm truly fulfilled. And this is what fuels me to share my stories and insight with you. This is what makes me want to coach others to start living with more intention. It is freaking incredible on the other side. And this is something that applies to each one of us finding joy in our current circumstances and constantly asking ourselves, how can I inject more joy into my experience of life? What kind of life do I want myself, want for myself? And how can I start carving it out right now? How can I make the most of my life as it is right now? At this stage of my life, I am single with no kids and my work can be carried out remotely. Essentially, I have nothing tying me down and I can either live with the mindset, when will I ever meet someone and settle down? Or 
Obviously, I'm going to meet someone when the time is right. And for now, I'm going to milk this period of my life and make the most of it because soon this will not be an option. It's also about asking ourselves, who do I want to be and how can I start living like her? For me personally, I know I want to be an expansive person who's making the most of her life, has a thriving career that allows her to travel the world, surrounded by epic humans, constantly learning and growing, has a healthy work-life balance, prioritizes her joy and well-being, and has the financial freedom to live life on her terms. And guess what I'm doing each day with this bold move? Speaking of irrational fears, I remember when I was in London, I suddenly started worrying, what if I land in Dubai and the immigration officer pushes me away because I didn't have a return booked, return ticket booked at the time? I mean, it's so ridiculous, I know. That alone gave me a couple of sleepless nights. Yet here's what actually happened. I landed in Dubai. The immigration officer asked me if I've ever been to Dubai. I said, not since pre-pandemic. And she told me, welcome and have an amazing time. Can't make this up. I'm not even joking. I remember when I went to New York in May, some people were saying that the immigration officer would probably give me a hard time between coming from India during a pandemic and also the fact that I hadn't been back in a few years. Yet, I kid you not, when I landed in New York, the immigration officer saw my passport. He smiled and said, welcome home. We are always expecting the worst and living in a state of paranoia. But why not entertain the fact that life could be a lot easier and enjoyable than you can even imagine. And the last lesson I want to share based on my experience is get the heck out of your comfort zone. You want to grow, you want to expand, you want new outcomes, you want to show the universe you've trusted fully so you can receive full support, then you need to change the way you show up. You need to start taking bold moves. Every time we play small, we are essentially communicating that we are not ready for big things. Our energy communicates that we do not trust the universe. Because here's the thing, if we fully did trust the universe, we would be taking more daring and courageous moves. It's really nice to put up quote cards on social media about trusting the universe, but our actions need to align. Otherwise, that friction between what you are doing versus what you are saying is only going to show up in the form of friction, struggle, and chaos in your life. We're all constantly receiving ideas every moment of every day. We receive those ideas for a reason. What we do with them ultimately determines what comes next. If we get ahead of ourselves and try to have all the steps figured out, that is when anxiety sneaks in and stops us from taking any action. I say this to every client of mine and also to myself, forget having it all planned out. Even though the controlling part of you is clinging to needing to know how and what, instead ask yourself, what is the next best step I can take? Focus on that and then the next and then the next. Build that momentum. Just keep moving forward one foot after the next. When I found myself initially feeling anxious in London and my ego was going on overdrive, I anchored myself back to the present moment. I kept reminding myself that my only focus and job right now is to get to Dubai. The next step will then be presented to me and then the next. And I promise you, live with this mindset and you will be so open and receptive to guidance and support from the universe. You just need to be willing to take action. And in doing so, you only show the universe you trust it fully so that it can present to you the support, the solutions and guidance that you are after. 
Whew, man, I wish I had a glass of water with me. <laughs> this officially might be the longest podcast episode I've recorded, but also my most enjoyable. Every story, every experience, and every takeaway I share is to remind you of your own potential. I know there have been plenty of times at the start of my journey where I would see people manifesting mass, massive desires and I would just wonder how or would I ever be able to do so. I would doubt that it was even possible for me. Yet the more I leaned in, started taking action and really working on my energy, attracting those big desires became so much easier. And I say this from my heart and my soul, whatever you see others manifest is possible for you too. You just need to be ready and willing to start taking action and to really stop playing small with yourself. Like I said, we have two months left before 2022 comes around. While it's really easy to will it to be the best year ever, that all depends on what you do now. These last two months of 2021 are laying the foundation of how 2022 pans out. And if you really want it to be a transformative year where you are truly attracting your desires with ease, you got to start transforming yourself today. Applications for my one-on-one private coaching program are closing soon. And if you are ready to start playing small, head to the show notes and click on the link to apply. In the meanwhile, I am rooting for your growth and success. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.